This is the Psychedelic Waffle. My name is Akash. I'm joined by my buddies Sagar and Keith. Hello. 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 Love being with you two. Love you guys, bros. Let's enjoy. Let's do this. Psychedelic Waffle. First episode. Let's kick it off. We're talking about COVID. Shit is wild. It's August 14th. How, how's, how's it been, guys? How you guys been dealing with this shit? Just following all the rules, you know. Following I mean, all the yeah, rules. Yeah. Wear masks when you go in. What are the rules, man? It's a wild, wild west. They don't actually here. make any sense. It's it's crazy because like they, I mean, who is they, right? Like, we don't even know, but like we're we're supposed to wear masks. It's just a couple doctors. Yeah, we're supposed to go out and like not function apparently, and like it's just weird because like our daily daily day activities have just been limited, you know? Yeah, no, I yeah. totally get that. I don't know. For me, it just seems like only a sl- like the people making these rules are, are they're going off of just a couple of doctors, and anybody else who has a differing opinion, you're basically silenced. And I think you should hear from everybody's opinion personally. I I, also, I agree with that, you know. And we've been through the shutdown, right? We had that early March. We went through all of this stuff, and we're going through a coin shortage. There's a bunch of things going on. I I'll be honest. I miss the Joe Exotic days. I miss. <laughs> Watching uh, Joe Exotic and <laughs> seeing his crazy. Simpler times. Simpler times, <laughs> Simpler man. Times. I'll be honest. Simpler times. <laughs> wow. We yeah, just we so watched a, a crazy-ass guy who won a bunch of tigers who hated Carol Baskin. And then, like, she killed her husband, for sure. She definitely killed her husband. Full and then, disclosure, I have not actually watched the whole thing. <laughs> you should definitely check it out. It's a crazy-ass documentary. I've seen, I've seen a lot of the... Uh, like the guy who lost, well, spoiler alert, the guy who kind of lost his arm there. I've seen like a couple things on YouTube about it, but I've never oh, watched the whole thing all the way through. That's a chick. That's a chick. It's a chick. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh. Whoops. Sorry. Dude, we did misgender somebody. No. I'm going to tell you right now, this is just because so much has happened bef- between now and when that came out that I've already forgotten who the hell I was watching. <laughs> You're good, man, dude. It feels like a year ago, honestly. It's practically been like, what, half a year? Feels like it. Feels like it feels like it's been like a crazy long time. It's March. It's been five months. Yeah, it's been basically. five months. Five, five months officially, but it started more towards the February timeline. People yeah. started getting kind of like, I don't know. I personally think I got COVID maybe in January before everybody else really knew about it. But you know, I'm not sure about that. So we'll we save that for the conspiracy theories. Yeah. Well, I. Well, no. <laughs> I mean, no. We can go down the road because I'm gonna say. And I, I know everyone thinks that they all got it, and maybe they did. But for me, Christmas time, I was spending time with my girlfriend and her family, and somebody had something they didn't tell anybody. We all like, I'd say one third of everyone got sick. And for me personally, I've had the flu twice, and both times it's been from the stomach down, if you know what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. From the gut down. Yeah. This time it was literally from the lungs up. And it lasted, it would not go away for almost eight days. And luckily I was already on leave for Christmas break for work, but I think it was definitely, it was definitely respiratory. And I th- think that could quite possibly Rona, could have dude. been Corona. It could yeah. have been the Rona. We just don't know. Yeah, the data is so all over the place. Nobody really knows what's the truth. And that's the scary part because this is real and you should take precautions. No, but it, the data has been jacked up by lots of different parties. Um, Lots of different parties, not just one person it's, or just one entity. Data's jacked. And um, scary times to be alive right now. It, it's, it's weird because, like, it was a, it was such a total shift. Like, it was, a, it was a complete change. Like, here we are sitting in America, and 
we were seeing the news on the media about how corona virus is affecting the european countries and we were just here laughing making memes about it and then it, it hit us and then we were just hard. like it hit us hard and we were just like oh my gosh what do we do now like yeah it hasn't happened what for 100 years yeah something like that <laughs> It was I'm like, a, a, pandem- a pandemic, pandemic yeah. excuse me, on this scale hasn't happened yet. For like yeah, and I've seen old photos, of, I, and I, I didn't know this, but everyone was actually wearing masks yeah. back in the day uh, to games and football games and stuff like that. That's nuts. That's Maybe it wasn't football. I can't remember what sport it was, but yeah, people in bleachers. But it's it's just crazy to see how like the world completely changed, and like it can, it can go in good and bad ways, because I feel like it gave a lot of people a chance to kind of get together and get closer during the pandemic and, like, you know, during the shutdown when everything was shut. And it kind of gave them a chance to get to know each other a bit more. But I feel like it also kind of made people more crazier, you know? And <clears throat> and it kind of gave an opportunity to people who were just like, I'm waiting for shit to go down, you know? <laughs> yeah. The anarchists, man. Yeah. They're real. They're just looking for an opportunity to fuck yeah. shit up. With the riots and everything and then the Antifa or whatever, I don't – I don't know what to think about all that, but people literally just been losing their crap, and I think a big reason is everyone's had a lot of pent-up stuff for just stuff with history, yeah. racial justice, all yeah, that stuff, yeah, yeah. but everyone's just been trapped inside, and nobody has jobs, and it's just... This is... What you're saying with, like, the the, the Antifa, I guess, or the anarchists and the protests, it's just years and years of, like, bullshit that the working class has had to deal with, Yeah, and uh, it's at the boiling point, and, you know, it's like... You can't really condemn it, but at the same time, it's very no. But like with intense. the whole with the whole writing and and like this whole Antifa bullshit, like come on, like I think I'll be honest, a lot of those I don't want to be assuming of here, but I think a lot of the people in that group they want to fuck shit up, you know, they want yeah. to they want to do that, but not but not because it's like oh we're doing it for a cause. No, they're doing it. They're taking advantage of the situation. They're taking advantage of the situation. They yeah. want to fuck shit up, and like, there's a lot of people who have been, they've just been thriving, and they've, they've been waiting for an opportunity like this, and they want to fuck shit up, and like, that's fine, all to you, give give you all the grace, but yeah, it's just it's a it's a it's a weird topic, you know. Yeah, bros, I want to talk about the coin shortage. Yeah, let's talk about the money shortage real quick. Right, My whole thing is now. If you're aware or not, there's a coin shortage going on right now in the United States of America. I just went to my local Chipotle, and they were asking for exact change. And the Chick-fil-A by my house is only accepting credit card payments, no more cash. Um, I understand that there is a coin shortage, but I don't understand why there is a coin shortage. Why aren't they making more coins? I, I now I need like, to Can't they just make the coins? I, I don't know. Maybe I, I don't but have enough information. Don't they just make this. the paper money, too? Well, apparently they're saying it's the coins, but from what I've heard, one of the reasons is because, and I don't know if I believe this, that um, they think that a lot of people, or they say that a lot of people have been keeping their coins. Like, you know, everyone's got like a little coin collection jar at home. Yeah, They say that's one of the reasons. Yeah, I don't, I don't, that's just what the mainstream way of saying. I don't know if that's true. And another thing I found out, I think they said, at least in terms of the U.S. dollar, I I think they said we only have two points such and such trillion dollars in actual paper currency so the rest of it which i have no idea how much digital money there is I mean, but as far as u.s actual physical currency there's only like two points such and yeah, such trillion dollars i mean i know like i know the the u.s mint they burn 
the extra money that they make, but like burn it or print it? No, they burn it. Oh. So like there's a certain amount of currency that they make that doesn't that doesn't even get shipped out. It just it's it's held in storage and obviously it's protected because people try to steal oh, yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. I bet. But they they burn it. They literally burn it and like I'm just like if I was an employee there and I was in charge of the burning of the money and I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'm burning the money." Bro, so you'd be arrested so quick. <laughs> you'd be arrested so That's quick. Why I don't work there. That's why I don't work <laughs> yeah, there. yeah. No, but like, it's just it's it's funny because like you mentioned now, our money is measured by the gold. Is it is it measured by the gold that we? Have? I don't know if it's even measured by gold anymore. No, the, so there. So right now, um, the, the gold standard's dead. It's the U.S. dollar is the global standard for money. It's supposed to represent the gold that we have, but we printed more money than the gold that is supposed to be in the reserve. Apparently, but but nobody's you know who knows how much gold's in there. So that's something. So why are we burning money? I don't understand that. Well, if we can't we release it into the system, then inflation would run crazy, which is going to happen. By the way, with I love the checks that they're giving out. I'm for Somebody's it immediately, for this, yeah. but later down the road, this is going to hurt everybody, whether we want to admit it or not. And through inflation, because every dollar that we print that's extra, that makes every dollar that all of us have. Worthless. Yeah, that makes sense. So, I'm for the checks, and I think people do need to get paid, which is a whole other topic, but the fact that we're printing all this money means, quote-unquote printing, it's all digital probably anyways by now. Gotcha. The, the fact that everyone has this money, it means that the dollar's losing its value over time. And, there, again, a whole other conversation we could have about China and the dollar and the whole possible takeover of the dollar, but I think, I don't know. Yeah, now I hear you, man. Speaking of China, of TikTok, man. TikTok. It's, that, <laughs> is, is, is it going to get banned? Is it not going to get banned? Like, didn't it happen? Didn't he say uh, it's like 75 or they have a deadline before maybe Microsoft bought it, but yeah, then he wound up canceling it anyway or something? So basically, I think he wrote into uh, – Trump I'm, is he. Uh, yeah, Trump, uh, President Trump. I'm not sure how to phrase this because honestly, I have no fucking idea because it's so all over the place. Um in order that, like, if an American company doesn't buy TikTok, they're going to ban that, and then we're not going to have TikTok. To, you know, I'll say, during a pandemic and COVID, that's really fucked up, because what are we all going to do? Yeah. Well, we're not well gonna I mean, TikTok. not everyone watches TikTok, but I will say, me as an avid TikTok user, I am I am consumed by that app. That app is, <laughs> it's amazing, man. Like, I love it. Renegade, I, Renegade. It, it has so much content. It has so much creativity, and oh my god! Like I don't want to sound Vine times ten. As, uh, it's it's Vine times ten. It definitely is. Um, if you are a Vine fan, you will love TikTok. And, you know, and I know the big thing is like um, their data farming, all of our information. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, that's that's why they want to ban it. Which every go ahead. Yeah. But at the same time, every app mines our data. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and like, through the Patriot yeah, Act, our government could access our data anytime that they want. I guess their argument is, well, we want we want our government to access your data, not another government. Yeah, which yeah, is <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. But at the same time, it's like, yo, dude, what I'm saying, you're getting fucked either way. If you're protecting your data is your big thing, like, uh, yeah, know. it's it, it's impossible to do that at this point. I'm and the more and more we move towards a technology-driven world. Yeah. It's it's a consent agreement. You're gonna give up your privacy for convenience, and if you don't want the convenience, then you know you'll have your privacy. But the more and more you digitize things, the more and more you're gonna have things be digital and go towards those yeah. platforms. 
you have to give up your privacy in order to have that convenience of ordering a meal without having to interact with a person yeah. at a sit-down restaurant. Yeah, but like, okay, <clears throat> or, so you know, let me just get know. back. Let me just get back to how how TikTok has consumed the world. I'll be honest. Yeah, it's consumed a lot, and like, I can see why it's such a big issue now. Like, holy crap! I will say, like, I'm, I'm not trying to sound like a perv, but there is a lot of pretty women on TikTok. <laughs> like, there's hey, a lot man. of pretty girls in full, full disclosure, I actually have never downloaded TikTok, but I definitely watched the stuff y'all sent me. Holy moly, man. There's a lot, like, there's so many trends of, like, dancing and, like, just... I mean, it's supposed to be a dancing app, right? Like, a music it's, and it dancing? It started out, it started out as a singing and dancing app. And now it's, like, everything. And now it's just, like, like a, skits, like a like media, like, skits. And comedians are going on And, there like, yeah, podcasts, like, snippets um. and stuff. Conspiracy topics. Conspiracy topics. TikTok. <laughs> there's political TikTok. There's steak TikTok. There's uh, dancing TikTok. There's what type of salt? What type of salt lamp you should buy TikTok? Well, I mean, um, it's very specific. It's yeah. There's a lot of just there's, there's so many topics on TikTok. Well, going back real quick to the whole fact that it's being canceled, and regardless of whatever you think of the people in charge, the president, or whatever, I, in a way. Let me extrapolate this. In a way, agree with what happened be- only for one reason, and yeah. it's because it's be- it, it's forcing the United – or at least a United States company, Microsoft. I know that they have stuff all over the world. They're yeah. definitely throughout everything. I don't know how many American jobs they have here, and I'm not – you know, my dick's not hard for America, but, I mean, Whoa. I think the whole point – I know. The whole point is that China now has to sell it to Microsoft, which is – I don't I, think that they will. Why would they? It's really like, yeah. popping. And I don't even know what Microsoft would do. I mean, they didn't do so well with the Zoom. So I don't, <laughs> you know, they, might kill t- they, might do, they might kill TikTok. But I don't know. Something about it, it's just I, I see the reasoning behind it where, in theory, you're now having an outside country not be in charge of it and now, in theory, an inside country being in charge of it. But I can't speak to the reputation of Microsoft. So <coughs> I mean, yeah. Microsoft created Xbox and – that's just so. <laughs> <laughs> You're so. Everyone loves Xbox. I mean, come on. It's like Apple created the iPhone. And that's what consumed the world, didn't it? Like, why was that, man? Because Apple just perceived itself or, like, created this perception that it's, like, this better brand, like a rebel brand. Like, especially, like, in the 80s. A when rebel were, brand, that's a good term. They were kind of like, we're going against what the mainstream is by Macintosh. You know, like. Yeah, we're the bad guys. They, they, I, if anyone wants to watch a really great movie on it, I know there's the one with um, with uh, uh, what's his name? Action Kutcher. Uh, well, uh, actually, I haven't. Uh, it's uh, Action Kutcher was the first. Who's version. the guy? Yeah, but who's the guy? Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender. There's that one, which is a really great movie. But if you want to see even further back, uh, even better, it's uh, a movie called Pirates of Silicon Valley. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, it, I love that movie. It's it's made in. It was made in the. I think it was like the '90s or '90s. Yeah, so it's dated, but. I think that gives the best. It talks about Bill Gates and Steve Jobs. Oh, I yeah. remember that one. It was. Um, it kind of showed um, really Bill Gates in his young age. Yeah. Yeah. And how he dropped out of Harvard. Yeah. Yeah. He played. Uh, I think the nerd in um, uh, the Breakfast Club. Who's the yeah. nerd? Yeah. 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 But yeah, going back to that. Yeah. It, I, Apple's perception about stuff. It's just. Yeah. It's man. interesting. And it's so crazy because in the '80s they were perceived and they created this perception of like, hey man. We're fighting the establishment. 
these are these are the big tech companies and we're gonna you know be against that but that's their perception that they were trying to create back then versus to what the reality is now and apple's the big tech company it's uh, it's, it's they're the they're the big boys yeah. they're the big boys in, in the pen and it's just, aren't they worth what three trillion dollars right now something like that yeah i think it's the most profitable company in the in, world in the history yeah. <laughs> which is crazy yeah. yeah yeah i mean i'm i'm not an apple hater but i will say I like price, and at this point, I feel like all information isn't very well protected. So yeah, but like it's 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 weird, Keith, because like um, the world has gotten so used to a certain type of way, you know. And for some reason, I'll be honest, Apple hit the nail on it. Like they this, struck a chord. They yeah. do. They really did. Like this phone and the way it. It works with your thumbs. <laughs> it's weird. Well, no, they were the one who invented like, the touch, like yeah. the true, yeah. the true touchscreen keyboard. Or they didn't yeah. invent it, but somebody else probably invented it. But they made it mainstream. But no one, no one, no other company, Samsung, Nokia, no other company Head of the curve has no, no. Listen, no other company has this type of feel. Like I've tried other phones, and like you know, I have a lot of friends. My friend Keith included. They have Androids, you know, and I've, I've felt the interface, and it's just. It's not the same. For some reason, my thumbs just love the way the phone feels. I will say I have an LG. This is not product placement. And the keyboard has been taking some getting used to. When I, I used to have Apple, went to LG, and it it definitely mm. doesn't work as well, I will say. But they where they have they have good developmental people, but I think the whole I don't know, I, I think people think of them as just a more artsier company and yeah i, I think know. the perception on apple is right now currently is like if you have an apple definitely have money um definitely more like hipstery and more like not even hipstery you're just you're more i don't know i guess with the but with the flow of the way the world is going i guess but but is that just our perception like what's reality right what's perception versus reality like, let's perception. really get into that right perception all right, all right. versus reality okay all right because you perceive what you perceive, right? And maybe this might be a high thought. Perceive what you perceive. <laughs> you said perceive what you perceive. Let me take a hit real Let's quick. Yeah, yeah. I think it's you, what you take as reality. It's your perceived reality. So there, there is – I think reality is fluid. I think it's however you want to take – so, so okay, all right, all right. So let's just say let's let's bring it back to technology and stuff. Let's say that you're a computer, okay, and you're taking an input from all different sources, and then you have to now what we could call AI. We can go on that later, <coughs> but you take in what you are uh, you take in what's being fed from the outside world, and then you create something out of it. So whatever that's like people who are depressed. Or people who are happy or whatever. You, if you're depressed, you take in more depressed, or you take in sadder yeah. things. Like, uh, and if you're happy, you might see more positive outlook <laughs> on life. But they're both there. Both positive things and negative things are all there at the, at same, the same time. time yeah. yeah, but it's sure. what you and your brain put in together. So it's just your so internal what you computer becomes your reality. Yeah, your perception is like your internal computer, and it's just computing and the way maybe you're wired or whatever. It's just so, how you so guys, that. Um, the best the best way that at least for me that I can explain this is um, when you look in a, when you when you're like getting up getting yourself ready what are you doing you're looking in the mirror right what yeah. do you see you see yourself right yeah, 
reflection of yourself. Okay, well, you see yourself in the mirror, like right? I like that. Yeah, a reflection of yourself. A reflection of yourself. Amazing. Okay, so you see yourself in the mirror, right? What do you What do you see? Um, I don't know. I see where you're going. No, but like, what do this. you see? What do you see? I would see me. You see yourself, and right? And how I feel in that moment. I'll tell you. Okay, look, we're not talking about moments. I'm literally asking, what do you effing see? I'll tell you what I see. What do you see, Keith? What I see, <clears throat> and I know I'm 29, but I see, I feel like I've been through a lot. Maybe not as much as someone no, with me, but I know what I see. What I see is age. I see years of experience. I see not not physical wrinkles. I see things that have Growth. gone through me. I, I see things that have gone through me over time, positive, negative, whatever. But I've seen. A, 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 a piece of energy in, in this embodiment that has seen things and conceptualized and things and made my own outcomes about stuff. Great, great. That's fine. I'm glad that you both are on that journey and that you're seeing how you've grown. But literally, guys. What are you getting at? I'm, what I'm trying to teach you is Ooh. when you look in the mirror, do you consider yourself good looking? Oh, we're going there. No, but like I'm saying, this is the whole perception versus reality. When you look in the mirror, do you consider yourself good looking? I see myself yeah. as a work in progress. Okay, <laughs> I'm being honest. I know you see yourself as a work in progress. Work in progress every okay. day. Okay, fine. Let's go back to what Sagar said. In the moment, do you consider yourself handsome? Not a work in progress. Like when you wake up, you look in the mirror, you're like handsome guy. I will say that because I choose to see myself in a more positive light. There I you go. do not, however, think I'm. The best fucking looking guy. That doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. That I'm a does, superstar. Look, definitely not. That does I definitely not, that, make... Uh, look, 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 second look. that right Hold there. Hold second. That does not matter. We're not talking about... We're not comparing ourselves to the next Hollywood star or freaking Chris Hemsworth or Chris Pratt or any of those good looking Avengers, okay? Uh, <laughs> we're, <laughs> good looking we're, we're talking about... I would love to see an ugly Avenger. I don't think there is one. You're right. <laughs> They're all hot. Um, but um, we're talking about what we see in the mirror, okay? So okay. this is the beauty of it. When you look in the mirror, do you consider yourself good looking? Simple answer. How do you, yes. Hey, how do you see yourself? I want to hear it. Good looking as fuck, dog. All right. That's what I'm saying. So that's the beauty of it. It's the perception versus reality. What you see in the mirror is what you create. And do you feel like people sometimes get in their own way? It doesn't matter, by dude. how they perceive the world. There we go. That's another step. But, like, the main the main thing is when you are looking in, a, in the mirror, you're perceiving what you see, right? I could I could see that. You know what? <clears throat> yeah, I probably do get in my own way sometimes with the way I perceive the world. Um, it doesn't matter what the world is. What do you think of yourself? What do you see I, in the mirror? Do you see yourself as a good-looking person or no? That's a simple question. What you perceive is what you see. So if you look in the mirror... And you consider yourself a worthy and good-looking guy, girl, gal. That's what you get. Like, All right. So here's what I'm gonna say, right? I I see where you're coming from, right? And that's per, that's, and what you're talking about is your personal perception, right? No, it's not your. Well, no, but let me just say it like this, right? Think about this, right? I'm a guy, right? I look at myself in the mirror and I perceive that I'm attractive and I perceive that I'm handsome, but in reality, maybe other people don't perceive me that way. All right? What if I go out and to me, I see a handsome man who's beautiful and, you know, like, cut and whatnot. But I go out and somebody else, they don't see a man. They see, like, I don't know, like, an alien. 
Yeah, but, <laughs> but that's the point. It doesn't matter. You know, doesn't, like, so am I actually an alien or am I a man? You know? It doesn't matter because everything is a perception and everything is an opinion. Okay? So that person, whatever his perception of you is an opinion. So whatever you see in the mirror is what you create. So perception is creation. All right, what about for... Whoa, what, bro, save this for another podcast. Yeah, yeah, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what about people... What about there's people who... You may say that you look good as fuck, and that's awesome, but what about those people who are in their own way and they don't see themselves in a positive light, like somebody who just might be going through a rough time, somebody who's just not in the right mindset, and they're getting in their own way and they're seeing themselves as something that they're not, but somebody... Like, there's beautiful men and women who... People could compliment them all day. And then all of a sudden, they they just say, "Oh no 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 no, I'm not I'm not that person. I'm not that guy." Like, it, it, there you, there's a a mechanism in their brain where they're just like, "I'm not I'm not who you think I am." I, the, there's the, a perception about it. Those people need better friends, and they need a hug or two. <laughs> well, no, but but I'll be honest, man. There's a lot of people like that in this world. No, and there I is. See, I, I see that a lot. And why do you think that is? But why are people not as confident in themselves that they should be? And they should be. Regardless of, you know... Because we're taught... we're Honestly, we're taught to be a certain way. We're taught to... Do you think if they were to get more in touch with their spiritual sides and spirituality, they wouldn't feel that way? Because I feel like right now, the way that society is in the world is it's very geared towards industry and... Um, the world is geared Things like that. The how, world how, do you, how do you reach the, out to people, Kosh, since you're our spiritual ex- expert <laughs> on the panel... Um, how do you reach out to those people and get them to get more in touch with their spiritual side so oh. they can grow and evolve? Because I really think I will, that's I will, an important key this is, this for is, people to this evolve. This is what I'll say. I will say love yourself. Love what you hate about yourself. Love everything about yourself. That's all you have to do. Everything good and bad is you. And you need to enjoy every moment of it. It doesn't matter what you're going through. You just need to go through it, and you need to enjoy it. And you need to have confidence that wherever you're standing is where you're supposed to be. And a lot of people just forget about that, and they for, they kind of go in this notion that they're supposed to represent a, a certain title or a certain type be of... Be living a certain type of life? Yeah, a certain type of life that they're supposed to be living, but no, everyone is different. Everyone is not the same, and... None of us are perfect, man, and anyone who thinks they are, are lost. Uh, do you think? Do you think they're because of the way society is? Because I do feel like that plays a major role, the interactions and the way society is, and how it's really focused towards industry and the individual versus. Um, oh, we're going there now, huh? I really do feel like it's very <laughs> focused on which. I, hey, don't get me wrong. I, you know, I like the way life is right now, and I'm you know succeeding on that front i feel like for myself but as a as a group as a society as a collective do you think we kind of strayed away from being more yeah. about each other and being more like as a group or collective united know, one would say it's funny because like, cause like success family? success will trick you <clears throat> success will tell you that you need to be successful that you need a certain you need to reach the certain plateau the certain point but at the end of it is, is there a purpose that you're following? Is there a purpose that's driving your heart? Like, what are you doing for for you? For you, like that's what, exactly like. Um, 
you can go through the grains and you can follow through what you want, but at the end of the day, it's what's your purpose, man? Like, what are you really living for? I mean, I feel like I don't know, it's a, it's a very deep subject, and I'd love to go into a whole self help kind of episode and self perception episode. Here, I want to. Le- all right, let's go back. I think you touched on a little bit industrialization. Okay, so I, I kind of want to go down that road. Okay, that's fun. I feel. And maybe this is just how my internal computer is just computing things. I feel like we're super overgeneralizing. Let's say in the past 150 years, I feel like there's been – I know there's the industrialization and mm-hmm. textbooks and all that. Civil War, pre-Civil War, something around that time that humanity just kind of totally changed oh, in yeah. a way where people aren't living off the land as much. Everyone's part of more of a job and obviously more towards modern-day society. There's the whole 9-to-5 workday and all this other stuff. Everything has become more convenient. It's become more convenient and just more controlled. I feel there's less, there, there's more control, there's way more control than what there was. There's less yeah. freedom, maybe. I mean, I guess freedom was, is hard to talk about. Yeah, it's very objective and subjective, and it's a very touchy topic, you know, especially in today's climate. But I mean, like what you were touching well, I, on, like how. How the world changed completely, right? And like, yeah, the world. It's uh, yeah. I mean, I know there's. It's it's such a vast subject, but there's medi- you know ancient times, medieval times, the dark ages, all this other stuff. Out of all the thousands of years, and we can go in depth on ancient, super ancient civilizations. But as far as our lineage that we assume, um, progress has only been made. Out of all that time, it just feels that within the past. 100 or 150 years or so the idea of like just a, a job and businesses and every, like businesses let's just say businesses mm-hmm. like back in the day you'd be a blacksmith and you just made swords the end i mean there might be someone in control of that but pretty much you were you were your own business and there yeah. wasn't any hierarchy to it it was just you had a skill that's what you did and now it's other people saying we're going to collect all the people with that same skill and we're now going to basically uh, contract ourselves out to help with that thing. Like, if you're good with computers, you're in a computer technology sector. If you're good with building, you're in a building sector. Before, I feel, and maybe I'm wrong on this, but I feel if you had a talent, you sold your talent individually. You weren't part of some bigger business. Yeah. yeah. That, that's what I would consider industrialization would be there's machines and all that, but I feel you were in charge of your own self, and you just gave what you were worth. And do you think the human the Actually, American uh, worker well, or worker in general is no, giving no, no, up? I'll, I was gonna say no, just to comment on the on that. Um, back in the day, I, I don't want to say back in the day so back lightly. In day. Back in the day, back in the day, no, but like when blacksmiths were like prevalent and like that was like a job title. There was a they had a group. It was a group of blacksmiths that stuck together. I'm not sure they if they had a leader or anything, but if if you're like a, a union or a union, but it, but blacksmiths. They had a group. I think they were the most valued people in some societies because yeah, but, but only they, they can make they, the weapons. They had a group. They had a, they had an understanding, and they had a coalition. I guess. A union. A union. I guess. Yeah. A union. <laughs> yeah. A union. <laughs> a coalition. They they had a union. Okay. And that the blacksmiths trusted each other, and um, if there was an issue, they would contact each other and. <laughs> Where you going? <laughs> All I'm saying is that our history has there's a reason for the things that are now because it was in the past. Everything has been compressed and it's now 
every everyone has been put into groups and then the businesses has been made on top of it. I feel like there were businesses for sure, but no, I feel like they haven't been the type like there weren't CEOs just a, and financial officers. It's a different ruler. I think what you're trying to get at is it's back, a different back in the day. It's a different in, ruler. Back in the day, there was less of a gap, right? If you had a company, right, the blacksmiths were getting paid X amount, the owner, business owner, somebody else was getting paid X amount, but you know, there was fairly, less fuzz. Fairly, you know, on, on, on top of it, it the worker and the business owners were almost on the same level pay-wise and skill-wise. And, you know, um, as far as it goes in the office place, having tiles and such, now there's been created such a huge gap between the working force and, like, the executive. A hundred percent. Yeah, Executive for sure. people. Like, the what's the pay, pay well, difference between? Have, like, I don't know C, the percentage, the but it's ridiculous. Yeah, American Since CEO the 50s, versus, like, the CEOs worker. have been paid a massive amount yeah, more percentage-wise compared to the workers. But they have a lot of people to look over. I know, but but they're. But you're not doing any. You're barely was, doing anything was, compared to your work. Like, you would right. want. Would you rather be a blacksmith or a CEO? Right now, in 2020, I'd yeah, I'd be a CEO. Man, what are you talking about? Yeah, everyone right. would rather be a CEO. I understand. I, I understand. I, I, no, but I'm saying like the yes, gap would is keep, the gap keep, is you'd astronomical. Be a CEO. Bro. I'm gonna go in that. The gap is astronomical, and it's grown to that, and it's sh- it. The growth should have been together naturally the wage should have risen for the workers as well. And I feel like that's somewhere where capitalism messed up in America. Oh, yeah, in a big way. Um, okay. No, I'm, I, and I'm pro-capitalism, I, see, I, see what I love capitalism. I, I love capitalism. I love capitalism, too. Um, but now I feel like we're at a stage now where the workers don't have as much power, and you're kind of seeing, like, you know, things are beginning to be more automated, and I feel like the workers losing more and more power. So why would – so what are we going to do about all these American workers, man, in 20, 30 years? When things really, you know, if, once they kick up AI, bro, I'm scared. In ten years, self-driving point, cars, AI. you know, like Tesla's Elon Musk with that shit. Bro, okay, let me tell you something companies. real quick. We can go back on AI, and yeah. let me tell you something. I just read today that Elon Musk, CEO of Tesla, or whatever he is in Tesla, he says in six to ten weeks they will be releasing a new update, and it's for I guess their most premium members who get the first update, so they can do a beta test of it. They will get an update. He says that I can't remember his exact quote, but they it will basically rock the whole self-driving car thing. Because right now he's he said he's personally been testing it and he can almost go from work and back almost with no interventions. Because right now they say they're self-driving, but that that's self-driving light. But he says through construction and everything, it's now doing its its own thing. They've uh, yeah. They have already started in South in SoCal, California. In certain neighborhoods, they've given Teslas, self-driving Teslas, to people who are able to take it. And um, the the cars can self-drive to the grocery store, back to the house. Um, It doesn't do long trips, but it's routed for long trips. But it's going there. It's going to long track. In six to ten weeks, it's going to start releasing for longer trips. And they said it's not – they've been doing uh, progressive updates over time. He Mm -hmm. says this is not that. So this is a whole new rework of the system, and it's going to take everything to a whole That's new level. Awesome, I wonder what's going to happen with like cool. with AI. What with about automation? Truck, what about truck drivers? That's though? what I'm saying. That's what, going back to what we're talking yeah, about yeah. the American worker and how they're losing more power. The average American worker, you know, the blue collar. What, what are you talking about, average man? These are workers. Yeah, workers. That, that, I understand what you're trying to say, but I feel like they're losing their power, especially in, in the manufacturing industry. The, okay, they, they are. They are industry. Look, look. Right. Their Uber, jobs are getting automated. Uber, even Uber like you destroyed, know, driving is Uber destroyed the taxi department, didn't it? Yeah. Okay, so let me let me give you a fact. Did you know that? But even Uber, once you have, 
self-driving cars. You're not going to need. Yeah, that they because they're making self-driving cars for Uber and whatever else for Uber yeah, is going to be in business no matter what. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm talking about the world. A little so news getting, fact, by the way. I heard this. Business. I heard this just uh, two days ago. Um, okay, I guess earlier this week, Uber said that they were on board with having better. Um, pay and workers' rights for their quote-unquote contractors and treating them more like employees. And I need to do more research on this, but I heard that California is now – it's on the ballot or they're working a new law where they say that Uber now has to treat their uh, quote-unquote contractors like actual employees. And Uber said, if you do that, we are leaving California. Oh, geez. That just happened. Yeah, they said if you do that, we are leaving California. Because and the oh. reason why they do that, I will say, is because it's gonna it's gonna be way more expensive to have an employee versus a contractor. Absolutely. Because you know, you have to pay. I mean, you have to pay yeah. benefits, guaranteed you know, wage at some point. Yeah. So I understand why they would do that. They're already not making as much money because it costs so much to just run Uber. They're yeah, I, I think they're barely cash positive. I'm not sure. Are you kidding me, Sawyer? I don't know if I believe it. I haven't looked anything up. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe Uber my right perception. Dude, yeah. look it up. Uber is a big company, Sawyer. What about Lyft? I, Lyft if, if Uber leaves, Lyft is going to freaking no. destroy <laughs> Uber. Lyft is, Lyft is second in place. But after with, if they if Uber leaves California, guess who's taking over? Dude, it's the rest of the United States. Dude. Look, okay, so look. Yeah, for sure. This right, is, so, so Uber is not profitable. So Uber... Has Damn. promised to be profitable on adjusted on an adjusted basis by the end of 2021. Damn, soccer with the facts over yeah. here. Um, so um, Uber, the company on Thursday said it still expected an adjusted EBITDA loss of 1.25 billion to 1.45 billion for the full Damn. year of 2020. Isn't, that it, was isn't that like Netflix? Aren't they losing like three billion dollars? Yeah, so some of these companies, in order to be so huge and to ramp up on that level. They need they, to lose money they, they, initially. Yeah, so they're like, we'll lose money up front and make it in the long run. In the, in the long that's run. honestly, I'm gonna call that the uh, the China plan. I have a, I need that's to come up how, with a better name, but that's how they do it. That's how movie theaters work. That's why isn't AMC Bro, opening up again? Uh, they're gonna try for like 15 cent tickets or some bullshit. 25 cent tickets. They're doing. They're they're gonna have five oh, dollar right. popcorn. They're 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 literally opening up their. Because I think they were almost about to file for bankruptcy, you know, you, or they did. Do you know they almost did? But do you know when, you know what's thriving right now? Drive-in movies. Yeah, and drive-in comedy too. Yeah. Everyone's doing that, and drive-in concerts. Yeah, drive-in concerts, drive-in movies. They're thriving right now. I want to get back real quick to AI because, I don't know what you think about politics, whatever. I I agreed with what a lot of Andrew Yang said about oh, technology, yeah, yeah. and if we're going back to CEOs and stuff, I'm worried with the trucker industry and all sorts of different industries. There, are, I I know over time over the history of the world, everyone said once you lose a job to a machine of some kind, another one replaces it, and I think that definitely has held true for a while. But I really feel like, especially now, once you lose a job to AI, that's not coming back for the most part. You might lose two. Let's say right now I think if you lose two jobs to AI, maybe one's coming back. And that can't go on forever. Okay, I'll be honest. My whole thing on this is if we're going to go on the whole, whole AI route, it, let's we do sh- it. we shouldn't take jobs away from humans. 
Well, jobs will be created too because you're gonna need AI engineers and AI uh, people to take. Yes, yes, yes. Jobs will stuff. be created, but like, but that's highly technical. But I'm, I'm talking. That's not gonna, okay, look, I'm talking about you know, Joe, the no transportation people. Yeah, yeah. A, a regular talking, average Joe yeah. isn't gonna know that. I'm talking. It's not gonna be an I'm AI talking engineer. about. Yeah, well, calm down. <laughs> I'm talking about the transportation people. I'm talking about the truck drivers and the people who look to this type of job. As a source of money, you know, because like, I'll be honest, like there's a lot of people who, who don't know how to work and sometimes an option is an option for them, you know, and like, this isn't an option for them. This is a great option. You, you get, you get a commercial driving license, you learn how to drive a truck and you're, you are taught how to just drive to a location back up to a store and you just made... $5,000. But we were just talking about yeah, they're awesome. creating trucks that do that by Yeah, but like AI. it's not going to matter, dude. Like like I'm telling you guys AI is it's 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 going to fuck shit up, I'll be honest. Oh uh, yeah, I well, agree uh, with we're you. We're in agreement. Yeah. Okay, well, here's here's something that nobody's Whoa. talking about. Okay, here's a first. I maybe somebody says this, but this is a first. I think before even the jobs take over. Here's the this conspiracy territory. I think the easiest way for AI to fuck shit up is to get into the stock market. If oh, yeah. you create an AI that has been studying the stock market, and if you can use it with Google and people's feelings and everything, emotions and stuff, and you can see how people react. Like, let's say an a, a, a government of some kind, I don't care where it is, China, Russia, U.S., freaking, I don't know. If they can test pulling out of a company and they see how people react if they can uh, test putting into a company and they see how people react and AI can build on that just like peop- any computer yeah. system builds on that and imagine if you now let's say it's you're, you're in the United States and all of a sudden Russia starts doing really really good with the stock market like they cannot miss a beat every so- investment has made sense and all of a sudden you're like we can't compete with this because they know what's going to happen in the market before we ever know. And we have no idea of knowing how do they know. That's because AI has figured it out. What are you going to do? The only thing I could personally think of doing, and I might be not in the know of this, is you have to close the stock market. You have to shut it down just like they did when the Great Depression happened. You had to stop all trade, and you had to see, like, wait, what's going on right now? Imagine a country, Russia or China, Figured out the stock market with AI. It's very possible. I think it's the next thing. Okay, so where do you think AI belongs? I don't it, think. I'll be honest. This is my opinion. I don't think AI belongs in manual jobs. I'll be honest. But that's because I don't. It I don't. I don't. At automating, you know. I'm, shut up. I don't trust. <laughs> I, 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 shut up. Shut up. No, I do not trust an AI to drive from Washington D.C. to fucking Washington State. On its own, not yet, but I, I think it's it's absolutely coming. You know, you know why? You know I'm why? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, guys, guys. Hey, me personally, I, I prefer I'm my sorry. AI in sci-fi movies, but you know, Akash, <laughs> I think AI is using like imagine Google. That's every human being on Earth who who has the internet, who has privilege to use the internet. I think there is some system out there that is monitoring that as best it can. It can't monitor everything, but it can monitor what it can monitor. And that is seeing everyone's reaction and everything. And I think, okay, with uh, Elon Musk and the whole self-driving car, the reason it works so well 
is because it's using everyone's data together and it's updating the system as it goes. So imagine somebody's r riding on some very obscure road and all of a sudden there's a stop sign that it never picked up before. And all of a sudden it sees the car stop and it says, oh, I missed that, that's a stop sign. It's building upon itself, just like every Google thing, everything. If, if Google says you're probably searching for this, it's because most people click that and they're like, oh, Google's like, oh, maybe I didn't offer that to you earlier, but now that's what most people are clicking on, so that's now your first option on Google. Oh. It's using us as, um, there's a term for it, but I'm just gonna call it, it's just using us for data collection. So through uh, Hive Mind is what it's called. Hive through Hive Mind, it's getting better and better with us. We are all, we are all plugged in, and it's using every, uh, what, seven billion people, or who, however many people have the internet, I don't know, five billion people, four billion people, and it's using every data entry to come up with its own thing. We were talking about um, perception, reality, and how everything is its own computer. There is an actual group computer, Hive Mind, that is using billions of entries of information and growing upon that. That's yeah. AI. It's using all of that. That's true. And, you know, touching on that point, right, everything that you do on the Internet is a point of data. Whether you know it or not, it's getting stored somewhere, right? That data is getting stored somewhere, and AI is going to use that data to enhance itself and to, to learn and get better and better understand how to do actions and commands, right? But all that data has to be stored somewhere. And I think, Keith, you were telling me about this earlier, about this article do you know how expensive it is to store data, man? Like, yeah, I remember that article. It was I just read it today. Yeah. It's half. Let me see if I remember this right. It's half in by the year two thousand two hundred. Let's just say fifty. I can't remember the exact number. Yeah, man. By the year two thousand two hundred fifty, half of the Earth's mass will be for data storage and collection. And that's wild, <laughs> man. That's crazy, and also not sustainable. Oh yeah, half the Earth's mass. No. So that doesn't that can't even no, be a possibility. So, that that sounds crazy to me. Numbers sound ridiculous. That sounds insane. So I mean, obviously, automation is going to have its limits. Just by, you know, there can only be so much. Right? Yeah, there can only be so much data storage. Another thing I heard this was a couple years ago when they okay, so they use silicon silicon to like a silicon wafer yeah to store data and compute things i don't know the details of it but they say they've now come to the point where everything is so close all the little micro 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 circuits and everything are so close like when they i i think it's in space when they send a satellite in space there's now crystallization happening through i think it's moisture and it's freezing very minuscule micro moisture crystals and it's short circuiting wow. silicone wave uh, data i'm going to call it wafers or circuit boards or whatever so we've now physically come as close as we can get with silicon for storage capabilities because they're literally growing microscopic wafers in space of ice where they're short circuiting things so what is it moore's law something dang i can't remember the name but they're saying that we're supposed to get such and such better every couple years, and it's always going to continue that way. We've reached the limit of that with our current understanding oh. of, of physical items, like uh, circuit boards and every circuitry. So I don't know what the future holds for that. Yeah, man. We, we, we almost can't go any smaller than what we've gone with our current Unless, physical technology. You know, there needs to be a new thing. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know what that is. What's I don't know if the, the Hydron thing? Collider could yeah. figure something out. I don't know how all that works. 
Yeah, space, man. Everything's so nuts. You know, there's so many different opinions out there. But, you know, going back to space, right? Mars. Um, oh, shit, yeah. Elon Musk. They just sent a bunch of satellites to they, Mars. There's a satellite race to Mars right now between Actually, did you, did you guys know that uh, five years ago, 20 people were selected to live on Mars? Wow. And this is a, this is a one-trip mission, okay? One They're trip. not coming back. That's how I like my missions. <laughs> they are going there just to live. It's an experiment, basically. It's an experiment because obviously they're not going to be the ones who colonize it. I mean, they I can't. mean, they, wait, they have to be, right? They, they, they're the first ones. Yeah, but they can, but like it's it's just a it's a test, man. It's a it's, te I mean, I I heard that they were looking for people online to go there, and they they were trying to no, narrow they, it down. I think they they literally picked twenty people, and they're going to Mars, and that just that just wilds me. It's it's so crazy, like find people crazy enough to want to do it. Like, it, it it's a one way trip, right? It's a one way trip, dude. You are going Ooh. there, you're not coming back because they haven't I mean, they haven't figured out how to come back. Well, isn't it every? I, I think it's, it's Mars is only closest to Earth. I might need some research done on this. So 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 but, um, I'll tell you right now. Yeah, tell so me. it's I'm gonna look this up too. It takes I'm not sure how long it takes to go to the moon. Mm -hmm. But it takes three months to get to Mars. That's all I know. I haven't done the research how long it takes. It's the man. All right. I know we're kind of on a serious tip here, but I kind of want to, you know, see what's going on. If I was going to Mars, I would make it like a total festival vibe. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like what? Like you know, like, like a festival vibe. Pack, make it a big thing. Like you well, pack. Like, you pack all the you pack all the party essentials. Yeah, man. We'll set it up just like you would like at a festival. We'll have like the porta potty section. Uh, <laughs> we'll have like the food section. Elon but, Musk but, running the whole thing, and we'll, and we'll have more people come up, and they'll want to come up. You know, at that point, who's gonna come up at that point? I mean, at that point, you know, be like, yo, it's a fucking festival on Mars, bro. It's like, let's yo, go. it's a one. <laughs> yeah, you go to Mars. It's a one way trip, though. Yo, the lineup will be crazy. We'll have like a crazy. Lineup. We have we have two artists who signed up, <laughs> <laughs> and they're down for the one way trip. They're down to perform forever. My bad, guys. I was trying to look up something. I can't find it right now. But um, I know that we just launched – everyone around the world just launched stuff to Mars because it's supposed to be as closest part of our orbit yeah, to Earth. It's, yeah. a, um, it's not yeah, – it's like, like everyone a, thinks – uh, not everybody, excuse me. People think that – a lot of people think that planets just orbit Earth in a circle. They or, orbit in an uh, elongated oval, and I know that – there's a window that they send satellites and everything to Mars. So, guys, this year, we're actually able to see the moon and Mars together. So, the blinking light that you see in the stars. The red one. The red one. is it's August 14th right now, 2020. Or 15th, actually, sorry. No, but this is the year Come to see. Now. Guys, this is the year to see it. It's, it's in the sky right now. For the people listening, um, find a <laughs> place without lights. And look in the sky, and you'll see the moon with Mars next to it. And on August 27th, it's going to be on its biggest form. And you will literally see Mars and the moon together. And it's just it's, it's going to be a spectacular. We should, we, we, should, we should drop some mushrooms that night. Dude, people need to look up at the sky more often, honestly. Yeah, yeah they do. It's beautiful. You know, sunsets, sunrises. I will say, fire, with, with psychedelics, too, yeah. you can see with like a... Yeah, acid or mushrooms or something. You yeah. could see a lot more in the sky. 
Oh, oh hell yeah, yeah. dude. Oh, yeah. Especially at night, like if you're like in a rural area and you could really see the stars. You can see like so know, many stars, yeah. Dude, I will. Okay, guys, guys, hey guys. So I live in Gainesville, Virginia, and so I lo- I live in the country, and the stars I see are so beautiful, like on the nights that I can see them, you know. And because looking sometimes it's cloudy, but on the on the nights it's not. Holy crap! Like. Holy crap! Like, oh my god! Like, <laughs> Big the stars are so beautiful. I can, and like, obviously, the only constellations I know are the Big Dipper or what's what's the other one called? The Little Dipper. The Little, <laughs> the little Dipper. Like, that's it. That's all I know. And like, uh, Orion's the, Belt. Orion's Belt, or is that part the, of the Big Dipper? Like, it's so <laughs> wait, no, it's not. It's not. Oh, it's not. Bro, oh, have no. you not seen Men in Black? Oh my god! Or, or, or the Subaru constellation. Ooh! Oh, oh. I literally took astronomy class and I can't remember that shit. <laughs> like oh I know Aries goodness. is a constellation, right? Go fuck yourself. Okay, go fuck yourself. <laughs> listen, listen. So all I'm saying is, guys, look. So stars can be stars are honestly so beautiful when you can see them. But like, dude, I went to Peru. Oh yeah. Cusco, Peru, Machu Picchu. Heck yeah. Didn't you say you like tripped? You yeah. went on a spiritual journey. Didn't you say that you uh, tripped on uh, a cactus three times and then you did ayahuasca? <laughs> so and uh, it was it was a combination. So I did. So, so guys, listen. I did ayahuasca, which is DMT, but like for five hours. Elongated. And, and um, I did that in Peru, and oh my lordy, like. I didn't even need to do the drugs, or I, I didn't even need to do ayahuasca to see what I saw. Like, you can do it without, because like, we were in the mountains. There's no lights over there, okay? It's not as populated as in America, but like, holy crap, dude. I saw the Milky Way galaxy, and I'm not sure because ayahuasca and heightened my it vision. It must no, have. I, I, I know it did, but like... Holy crap, I saw stars dancing. Didn't you climb to like the top of a mountain or like a mini mountain or something like that? No, I literally climbed a mountain. <laughs> I followed a goat trail. Damn. Hell yeah. That's I cool. followed a goat trail and I literally, there was, there were certain points I, I had to use my belly as a point of leverage, which was insane because like, who does that? Like, no one would think of doing that, but like, I did it. Damn. Yeah, it's nuts, man. Like, <laughs> it's not psychedelics will do something to your They're brain. They're fun, man, and I definitely think everybody should do them. I'm a huge. Oh, I, I think under certain conditions, not doing too much. Uh, yeah, and be safe. Yeah, yeah be, you have to be safe. Yeah, be I safe. think I think psych. If it's your first time doing psychedelics, you need to pick out a good bunch of people that you trust, people that you love. Don't do it alone. And get it from a good source too. Don't I, don't let it be Absolutely. tainted with any shit. No, yeah, absolutely. You All that make stuff sure is correct. Yeah, on point, and you do it with with people you love. But yeah, the most sure. the most important fact is just do it around someone. So it doesn't have to be a group of people. It just needs to be someone that you trust, someone that will take care of you, and um, that's it. And if they're tripping with you, then just know that they can handle it, and like you can handle it too, dude. Waffles, you guys, hey. Everyone listening, welcome to the psychedelic waffle over here. <laughs> we are gonna yeah, talk. Of, we're gonna talk about the stuff that goes in our life, the stuff that we all can relate to, 
and the stuff that we need to do. And that's us signing out. That was the first episode, guys. Damn, I think we touched a shit ton of topics. Yeah, it was a shit ton of topics. But, like, I want to talk more. I know. Well, we're going to have to save that for another episode because we've already been going for almost an hour now. Yeah, so let's sign off for today. Enjoy the rest of our night. Um, Psychedelic Waffle, man. Yes, thanks for joining us. Hey, if you just like interesting points, like listening to different perspectives, um, high questions, high thoughts, um, point of view, spirituality, all that good stuff, um, yeah. Tune in, check us out, Psychedelic Waffle, yeah. let's go. Thanks for joining us, though. We really appreciate it, and I hope you guys stumbled upon a good podcast that you might like. And if you did, uh, keep listening to us. We'll try to be doing this uh, every week, and hopefully we'll see you next week, and uh, thank you for listening. Yes, sir.